Episode 36 An Action Cannon Number 2, Raw Deal, 1986 Raw Deal was made at the height of the action movie rivalry between Schwarzenegger and Stallone. In 1986, Stallone had a $160 million smash with Cobra, which has been rewarded with cult status in recent years. Raw Deal was Arnold's effort released a month later, and got, well, a raw deal, barely making any money despite costing only $12 million to make. As a result, this minor classic, very capably directed by John Irvin, quickly fell into relative obscurity. On April the 1st, the movie will get another chance to impress when it will be added to Netflix. At first glance, Raw Deal looks like a typical 80s Schwarzenegger movie. In fact, it was the middle entry out of only three action films he made during the decade, which doesn't have a sci-fi or fantasy element. It also has a story by the writers of Sergio Leone Westerns, shares its editor with Lawrence of Arabia, and features the immortal line, You should not drink and bake. In a small way, its failure even helped its star become a Hollywood power player in the 1990s. Crucially, Raw Deal is just a fun and very solidly made action film, with all the squib-filled shootouts, car chases, explosions and questionable fashion choices that are in such short supply today. It has no high-minded intentions or a universal message, but it does feature the biggest action star in the world driving a Buick through a quarry, taking out a score of bad guys with a submachine gun and blasting satisfaction by the stones, which must count for something. The movie opens with a very slick sequence of various mob hitmen assembling by train, car and helicopter while the wonderfully dated score by Chris Boardman plays. Together the gangsters mount a raid on an FBI safe house, wiping out the agents protecting an informant named Marcellino. So you want to be a witness, the lead hitman asks the informant just before shooting him in the head in front of a mirror. Witness this. In a jarring shift in tone, the film then launches directly into a wild, smoke-in-the-bandit-esque chase sequence in and around some backwards country town. Oddly, a cop on a motorcycle is not chasing someone, but being chased, by none other than Schwarzenegger, who has a jeep and a nice lumberjack shirt. When Arnold tires of this game, he casually takes out his prey by getting ahead of him and making a wall of flame using gasoline and a lit stogie. As it turns out, Schwarzenegger is playing Mark Kaminsky, a former hotshot FBI agent condemned to being a small-town sheriff, and the cop is just an impersonator looking to con some local rubes. While Kaminsky is a big fish in a town's small law enforcement pond, his home life is anything but happy. He comes home to find his wife Amy drunkenly over-decorating a cake, which she throws at him and prompts that immortal line. It becomes clear that Amy misses her life in New York, where Kaminsky worked before he was forced out of the Bureau. Clearly, he needs a way back in, and soon receives just such an opportunity. Kaminsky is contacted by his old colleague Harry Shannon, who is played very well by the veteran actor Darren McGavin. Aptly enough, given Kaminsky's home life, they meet in the local marriage counselling office. Shannon explains that his son Blair was one of the FBI agents killed during the hit on Marcellino. He enlists Kaminsky into his private vendetta against Luigi Patrovita, the gangster Marcellino was preparing to testify against. Using Shannon's $45,000 in savings, this small-town sheriff is to infiltrate Patrovita's organisation in Chicago and tear it up from the inside. Tempted by the promise of possible reinstatement into the FBI, Kaminsky accepts 
and Raw Deal begins in earnest. I mentioned earlier that Raw Deal has a story by writers who had worked with Sergio Leone on some of his most acclaimed westerns. Specifically, this was Luciano Vincenzoni and Sergio Donati. Notably, they co-wrote Duck, You Sucker in 1971, and Donati co-wrote Once Upon a Time in the West in 1968. However, the actual screenplay for Raw Deal was the work of the American writers Norman Wexler and Gary DeVore, who is at the centre of one of the strangest mysteries in Hollywood history. DeVore was a screenwriter with something of a specialism in action movies. He had worked with John Irvin before, on the 1980 film The Dogs of War, which stars Christopher Walken. In 1997, years after Raw Deal, he experienced a period of writer's block. This eventually relented after a change of scenery, and DeVore completed a new script. While driving home at night from Santa Fe, New Mexico to Santa Barbara, California, DeVore abruptly disappeared. No trace of DeVore was found for a year, but in 1998 his body was finally found in his car, which was submerged in the water below a bridge in Palmdale, California. The screenwriter's gun and his laptop containing his newly completed script were missing. Chillingly, DeVore was also missing both of his hands. While this incident was declared an accident by the authorities, it has inevitably spawned a number of conspiracy theories. These are fuelled, in part, by the fact that DeVore's last script was apparently something of an expose about the US invasion of Panama at the end of 1989. Whatever the truth about the circumstances of his death, there's no doubt that DeVore's work on the witty script contributed significantly to the creative, if not financial, success of Raw Deal. When Kaminsky slicks back his hair, dons a swish 80 suit, and begins acting suave, viewers may begin to wonder if Raw Deal might have been written with a star other than Schwarzenegger in mind. Clearly, the Styrian Oak is not the most subtle presence, and infiltration is not usually his strong suit. This incongruous casting is actually one of the film's strengths, though, because of how the script and John Irvin's direction take advantage of it. For example, when Kaminsky needs to fake his death, he does it in a gloriously excessive way, which does suit Arnold's persona. He blows up an entire petrochemical storage yard. As Kaminsky burrows his way into Patrovita's organisation, Raw Deal benefits enormously from the wealth of acting talent in the cast. Sam Wanamaker is clearly enjoying himself as Patrovita, a mobster so stubborn that he schemes to steal a confiscated consignment of smack from the police by staging a bomb scare. Patrovita's second-in-command is played by the excellent Paul Chenard, possibly best known for his role as Sosa in Scarface, and his principal enforcer is played by the always-watchable Robert Davi. Catherine Harold plays Monique, a very unusual female lead in an 80s action movie. She finds the mob repellent, but reluctantly works with them as a means of survival. She bonds with Kaminsky, in the guise of felon Joey P. Brenner, but their relationship ultimately becomes platonic. Her comic rapport with Schwarzenegger is one of the film's secret weapons. Another of those secret weapons is the surprisingly carefully constructed screenplay by Norman Wexler and Gary DeVore. The film is full of memorable lines, such as when Monique tells Darby's character Max Keller that the only way we'll lie down together is if we're run down by the same car. The script also incorporates some subplots, such as the bomb scare heist, which aren't actually critical to the main story, but add welcome texture. In these and other respects, Raw Deal is a film which is oddly better than it should be, and better than it needs to be. 
the script, cast and editing, the latter by Anne V. Coates of Lawrence of Arabia fame, are all excellent and are cut above what would normally be needed in this kind of movie. Raw Deal isn't as wildly over the top as, say, Commando, but the action is very well choreographed and shot. Schwarzenegger drives a truck through a gambling den, fends off a group of thugs in a women's clothes store, and chases that cop impersonator through a lumberyard, all before the climax. Following the very entertaining quarry battle, in which Kaminsky narrowly survives an attempt to crush him between two huge excavators, the final climax is a nicely staged shootout inside Patrobita's lavish basement casino. Finally, our hero gets his final confrontation not only with the gangsters, but also with the slimy DA who drummed him out of the FBI in the first place. The schmaltzy final scene, which represents another jarring shift in tone, is just the icing on the cake. Raw Deal was one of the first two movies distributed by a new Hollywood player, the De Laurentiis Entertainment Group. The other one, incidentally, was the My Little Pony movie, which came out on the same day. This studio had a short and rocky history, mostly making fairly cheap films in the $10 million range. At the time, the group controlled the rights to Philip K. Dick's short story We Can Remember It For You Wholesale, and planned a film adaptation. While making Raw Deal, Schwarzenegger found out about this project and wanted to star, but DEG instead had Patrick Swayze in mind. Ultimately, DEG collapsed, in part due to the financial failure of films like Raw Deal. Schwarzenegger seized the opportunity. He got in touch with the executives at another independent studio, Corolco, and persuaded them to acquire the short story rights for $3 million. He then negotiated an extraordinary deal. He would star in the film, get a huge $10 million salary, and a share of the profits, plus veto power over many aspects of production. He personally selected Paul Verhoeven to direct on the strength of Robocop. Released in 1990 under the title Total Recall, the adaptation was a huge hit and made over $260 million, helping to establish Schwarzenegger as a major Hollywood player. In its own small way, Raw Deal helped make action movie history, even if only by failing to make a profit. To be sure, Raw Deal isn't one of Schwarzenegger's best ever movies. He made several better ones in the 80s alone, but it's a hugely underrated entry in his career. John Irvin made a film which easily outclasses your average actioner from that decade. The film's wit, action, top-tier cast and sense of fun make it extremely watchable, and it deserves a cult status which has become attached to films like Cobra, but which has so far eluded Raw Deal. Hopefully, a wider audience for the film will help justice to be done and elevate Raw Deal to a higher position in the 80s Action Hall of Fame. Thanks for listening to this episode. You can find more of my writing in text and audio form at my site andyjohnson.xyz. You can also find me on Twitter at andyjohnsonuk and you can support me at patreon.com slash andyjohnson. Catch you next time.